Total Wine & More is a wonderland to explore. Thousands of wines and spirits, unexpected pairings and great gifts, low prices and helpful guides. Make the holidays magical at Total Wine & More. Drink responsibly, be 21. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to another Mad Hatter Saturday night. <laughs> Brought to you by Soulful Entertainment Productions, hosted by myself, Queen Alexis. Hey, my boy, Devontae Davis, the one with the shits, the whole shits, and nothing but the shits. So help him, God. Devontae, say what's up to the people. What up? And tonight, for this week, we got our girl back. Hey, Mavis. Hey, Ma the Mavis, Avis, Davis, the angry, the pissed off, the on the way with the whole smoke. Mavis, say what's up to the people. Good evening, good evening, good evening. I am excited to chat. I missed you guys last week, honestly. Man, I missed you too, because this was funny as hell. I needed some helping with Devonta here. <laughs> All up I heard, I heard. Don't act like we ain't keep it moving, man. Don't be like that. What you talking about? Oh no, we I know you I know you kept it moving. <laughs> <laughs> So Mavis, for those who don't know, Mavis um, wasn't with us on last week because she had a gig. So you want to let everybody know how it was? Comedy gig was pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, shout out to the private party that, you know, invited me out to do this little 30-minute gig. Um, it was a good time, you know, got to mingle a little bit, got to, you know, meet one another and I'm like, man, I'm gonna use you in this and I'm gonna use you in this. Y'all better get ready for this kind of a show. So comedy is my thing. I love improv. So uh you know one day we're gonna have to do some comedy. We're gonna have to do a comedy podcast, y'all. This is gonna be good. Oh yes. Oh yes. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I agree. So that might be in the making. So we gonna we gonna we gonna consider it. I right? So let's get this started. This show started on tonight. We are talking about, you know, how dating relationships, even marriage look when you hit 30s, your 30s and up, you know. Everybody know, you know, 20s, it's kind of society tells us in your 20s, pretty much you just wow, doing what you want to do. Um, figuring out yourself. And 30 is supposed to be when you actually figure out what you want to do, what you what you are, who you are, and all of that. So we're going to be talking about what, if you get to that point, what are your expectations when it comes down to relationships, um, dating, and even marriage? Like, is it, we got some stuff, We let's, let's just put it like this, we got some stuff for y'all on tonight. So, let's get this show started. Now, let's talk about the life expectations, um, societal, society, what society standards saying that 
we're supposed to be when we hit 30 and especially 40. For those who don't know, like our, our host on today, well, all three of us, two of us in our 30s and one, you know, graduated out. <laughs> we ain't gonna mention no name, I'm just saying. <laughs> He graduated and is now, look, look, now up in the 40s and everything. So we want to talk about the life expectations, like where you're supposed to be, what society talk about where you're supposed to be. Now, what I heard is pretty much when you hit your 30s, especially, especially like 30s or mid-30s, you're supposed to pretty much have your shit together. Basics, all of that supposed to have it together. Um, you know what you want to do, know who you are, know what you want, know what you need. You just, you all in the know at 30. Um, um, I can just say for myself, I didn't hit 30. And I do know some of it, not all of it. I'm still trying to figure the shit out. <laughs> so what? what is it like? What do y'all think should be happening at this time? Mavis, I'm gonna start with you. What what was your like expectations for your life when you hit your thirties? Look, I'm gonna be honest. When I was thirty, I had a mini like um midlife crisis breakdown because I'm like, man, I'm like I'm thirty, I'm single, I don't have any kids, I'm not married. Uh, you know, I was, uh, I'm living with my cousins, like, I don't have my own place, like, granted, I was going through a lot with family and stuff like that, so, you know, uh, busy helping out other people and not caring for myself kind of, you know, bit me in the butt, but, um, you know, it's, I was kind of upset with myself because I was like, man, like, this is not where I want to be when I'm 30. You know, this is something you dream of your entire life. It's like, oh, by 30, I'll have my own house. I'll be married. I'll have kids. And here I am. I'm 32, you know, and it's like I'm not married. I'm single. I'm not, you know, uh, I don't have any kids kind of a thing. And it's just like, man. Um, but, you know, I, I got over that little midlife crisis pity party. I was like, you know what? It's time for me to focus on me and do me. And anyone who's out there in their 30s, if you're, like, depressed that you're 30 and you're still single, look, you got to pick yourself up. you got to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, look, I am a sexy motherfucker. Get out there and find you somebody. There's somebody for everybody. I mean, I see it all the time. But um, like I said, when I, when I hit 30, I legit had a midlife crisis. I was like, this is not where I expected myself to be. Man, see, for me, I did have the same thing, but the thing was for me, what I planned on doing for my 30s, I had already did it because I had planned on, this was pretty much, I planned this at, this at 18. When I hit 20, my 20s, that 10 year span is going to be partying, uh, screwing, and partying. And having a wonderful time. Um, not really getting into a serious relationship, not taking things serious. I'm just having fun because I'm grown and I'm old enough to drink and everything. As y'all can tell, I was so a church girl. Yeah. 
thinking about stuff. That shit is overrated. But um, <laughs> by the time I hit 30, I have two kids. I've been married. I got my own place. I was sitting up there like, okay, so now what? What's what's this gonna look like for me? Like, what's next? I done been over and beyond up in my twenties that I planned on doing. And here come now, my 30th birthday was coming up and I was having like some serious issues. Like, okay, so what what is going to happen now? Like I had planned for my 30s is when I, I have my children. Um, I get married and I get my own place. But now I done got married and divorced two kids. What the hell? <laughs> What's next? But I always wonder, like, I always what also made me wonder about this is the whole standard of your life expectations at 30s and 40s with men and women are very, very different. Uh, pretty much the guys better have everything together. Women, we pretty much can be linked. You know, you cannot have your stuff together and pretty much be taken as a wife, as wife material. So I'm a, with that being said, I'm going to go to Devontae on this. So tell me about what you feel about that, the whole thing of the guys supposed, y'all supposed to have everything. And women, we cannot have everything, but still be considered as wife material. Man, I'm going to start off by saying this, man. Look, I have just turned 30 about 10 times already, okay? So I'm pretty good at it. I just get better with time, okay? So with all that practice, I've learned a few things, okay? And, uh, you know, there's a certain – I feel like, okay, there is a social standard. It should have been changed, but, you know, y'all ladies want to hold on to all – Oh, shit, when it's convenient. So, uh, yeah, the standard is still going to be the man should be a step ahead. Now, my personal opinion, I feel like the perfect boundary for that is like like 40 for a dude, you know, 35, 40, because at that point you're pretty, you pretty on point, whatever the fuck you're doing. you got a good solid idea of what you're doing or whatever in your life. So, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I would put that as the right age, you know what I mean, as far as guys. You know, some do a little younger, some do a little older. But I say right around a 35, 40-year-old mark, that's when it really kicks in and you, I think, ready for that type of, you know, the marriage and the wife and all that, all that kind of shit. So. Okay, so you said 35, 40. So I wonder if, I wonder this, like, should it take that long? Is it okay that it take that long for guys to get themselves together for marriage, or is that just way too long? Here's the setup, man. Men and women look at shit differently. Our clocks run in opposite fucking directions. Yo, I wake up with a boner at 17, 18, 19. Them the peak years for a dude. You're young, you're mid-20s, right? For women, it's the opposite. You get around 35, 40, 45, 
and now your juices and berries is just juicing and then burying. You feel me? So it's the opposite. You feel me? So I say that to say for a man, 35, 40, for a woman, I would say, I would say between 25 and 30. So in my mind, the ideal couple, she's about 25, 30. He's about 35, 40. Why? Because at 25 to 30, she's at the peak of her maturity in terms of child-rearing years. So about that time, she ain't going to have no real issues with having babies and no shit like that. She's still young. And by the time he hit around 35, 40, he's got that maturity to where he didn't already do did whoever he was going to do, had his fun, decided on a woman, locked it down, do what he do. Feel me? So that kind of makes sense to me. Okay. So I feel you on that. I do. I feel you on that. But you brought up something that, that made me think of this. Um, what if she don't want kids? And the dude do. Or he don't want kids. And she do. Like, how does that work? I honestly feel like I don't think anybody should have children unless they are mentally ready for children. Like, financially, that's going to come with the on, like, pretty much hands-on training for the whole parenting position. But mentally, that's something different because children who for those who don't have children um children are very um interesting <laughs> uh they, they are cute and, and they are cuddly and they work in nerves sometimes so if you're not mentally ready and but you feel like oh this is a time where i'm supposed to be having children i'm supposed to be having children at this time i remember i'm gonna take my whole situation here um with between me and my children's father he i had my first daughter my first child pretty much at 23 he was 32. Yeah, he's nine years older than me. I like him old. Okay, leave him alone. Anyway, <laughs> um, but he kept on saying, I'm in my 30s and I ain't got no kids. I'm supposed to be have kids. I'm supposed to be have kids. And I'm like, why is that such a, a whole big pressure on us that we at certain ages we supposed to be settling down, supposed to be having children, and it's not an age thing. It's really not an age thing because one, you've got to look at the whole dynamics of having children. It's not the whole big fairy tale thing. It's not the whole big oh, then come love, then come marriage, then come baby carriage. Sometimes that baby carriage came before love. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. Some of us had some of our relationships turn into situationships, turn into, you know, you did. That's it. It is what it is. But if you're not really, you got to, if you're not really ready for having a family, dealing with this person for the rest of your life, because whether you married to them or not, you bring children into the picture, you still dealing with that person for the rest of your life. Like, seriously so 
like I, I I really I really want to know like what what is it that about these standards of oh you're supposed to have children by this time especially for us women um this whole your top your clock is ticking the you at a certain age it'd be hard for you to have children when i'm looking at women have twins and i'm talking about in this day and age in their 50s and i'm like hold up wait <laughs> wait a minute hold up and not do in vitro or nothing they just get pregnant and voila two for one what the hell so do you feel like society has gotten us to the point where we're in panic mode when it comes to relationship standards? Yeah. Niggas definitely don't feel that way. No dude feels in a panic in that situation. So that's definitely a question. I feel like that's more of a woman's thing, you know. No, I know some dudes that there's some dudes that don't have kids literally be in their 30s, be in their 40s, or even 50s. You have you seen them profiles, them internet yeah, profiles, they profiles yeah, yeah. I ain't got no kids. I'm looking for somebody that I can just settle down with and have kids with. You're like that nigga is James living his best life, goddammit. No kids to move around, do what the fuck you want to do. Man, no, that's the bait, baby. Don't you believe it, baby? That nigga got kids on the side. They ain't even his, but he the fuck around with this chick, and she got four of them. So he got stepkids and shit. He might have had a biological kids. But believe this shit, if he say all that on the Internet, number one, he ain't thirsty to have no, no babies like that, especially if you're a grown-ass man. He, he know how many crazy women out here having babies, and he know dudes that have horrible baby mama situations. So I don't know too many niggas running out here. If they made it past 30 and with no kids, I don't see too many dudes running out here like, man, I got to hurry up and have kids. I don't see that shit. There's, there's some dudes out here that, be, that don't have kids past 30 and be like, I want kids. But what say you, um, maybe? Okay, so I'm going to be honest. So let me kind of back up here. First and foremost, I want to comment on the whole older men thing. Like, that is me. I, I, I go for older men. I can't really date younger than me. Um, I have before, but it's just like, to me, it's like, it's kind of awkward because it's like, I need to know, are you mentally where I'm at or are you still like in your incubation period and trying to figure out what the hell you want? So like I said, I'm 32, so it's like I try to look for 30 and up. I can't do someone like, and I have talked to people in their 20s, and it's like if you're mature, I can handle it. But it is society, y'all. Society, you know, if you think about it, like I, I had this conversation with my aunt earlier today. She said she got married at the age of 20. She's like, that's just, and mind you, she's 68. She goes, that's just what we did back then. We got married at a young age. And I was like, you know what, you're right, it, that is society. Before, my, you know, my mom passed a year ago, and she would harp on me constantly. She's like, when are you going to give me a grandbaby? You're the oldest. And I said, Mom, I'm not out here trying to screw Tom, Dick, and Harry just to get a baby. I'm sorry. She's like, you don't need no man. You just need a sperm donor. No, like, I, I rather, I, I would love for the father to be in, in the picture, like, 
for me, I want to be in that committed relationship before I have a child, uh, before I bring a child into this world. Right now, dating, like, that's the first thing I ask. Like, I've been on the dating app, and I'm just like, what are you looking for? Because I'm not looking here to waste time. And I ask the guy straight up, I'm like, what do you think about kids? Do you want kids? Do you not have kids? And I've ran into dudes that have three kids, cool ass dude, but they're like, I don't want no more. I'm like, well, we're not going to work out. I'm sorry. Because I at least want one or two. That's it. Like, I don't care. If you have two or three, that's fine. I will accept them as mine, you know, or whatever. I, I love kids, so I'm different than some other females out here. Um, but the other thing to that is, you know, there are some guys that are, that can be pushy and like, no, yeah, you know, I do want a kid. I'm like, okay, well, I need to make sure that we're going to be compatible, that we're going to work out. Like, again, I'm not going to just sit here and be like, okay, you can be the daddy to my kids. Like, that's not going to happen. Um, you know, it's again, I want to be in that committed relationship, preferably because, you know, society, tradition, that's what we know, right? Marriage, have kids, and then move on. But, you know, there are times where it does happen out of order. And, you know, it is what it is. And at the end of the day, like, I look at children, they are a blessing at the end of the day. You know, um, I've got nieces and nephews, and I treat them as if they are my own. I love them as they were my own. And, you know, I, I soak that up. I love kids. I'm like a big kid at heart. So they want to dress up. I dress up too. That's how big of a big kid and a heart I have. So, but yes, dating, I mean, that's the first thing I ask. Well, not the first thing I ask, but I ask, what are you looking for? And if they don't want kids, then I'm like, all right, well, this is not going to work out. Like, we could be friends, but like, a long term relationship is not going to work out. That's just me. Devante, want to tell me? <laughs> look, I, first, look, man, okay. I, I don't know, man. I'm a little biased, man. I don't, I don't look at women and think to myself, man, she got child-rearing hips and, uh, woo, she should be well-suited for motherhood. Hell no. Fuck them kids. You know what I'm talking about? I'm trying to kiss some cracker with me and you real quick and see where that goes. I ain't thinking about no kids. Matter of fact, feel like you shouldn't even, kids shouldn't even be a part of the equation, even the discussion for about three years, at least three years into y'all relationship, then y'all can start talking about children. Until then, y'all get got a whole lot of get to know each other, getting comfortable in this and that and, and all that. Get to know who, you, who you're dating first. You know what I mean? Like, nah. And then on top of that, man, like, yes, there are guys out here that don't want children. I, I understand that. I respect that. You should, if you don't want kids, lay that shit on the on the line up front, you know, so you don't waste nobody's time. Same thing with you. If you want kids, say it. Address it, put it in the air. You know what I mean? But that should not be, I don't feel like that should be something you focus on right away. It just don't make sense to me because if you're doing it right and investing in, who, in this person that you like, you know, it has a way of happening on its own. Sort of speak, you know what I mean? I hear you, I mean, but here's I, my argument with that. Here's my argument. Hold on. Here, here's my argument with that. Devontae, let's just say me and you are, you know, are are looking to date, right? 
and we don't have the view, and let's just say you do not want any kids, like you have your one and that's it, you don't want no more. But you don't know what I want, and I want kids. So you're going to sit here and you're going to court me or we're going to, you know, date for two to three years, and you're like, oh, yeah, by the way, I don't want any kids. Well, you just wasted my fucking time. What are you doing, bro? No, you can't do that. Like, that's why I'm saying, like, Love now me. is the time. It's like, like that's, that's just me. Like, and if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I want to hear the people's opinions of these motherfuckers that are be calling in. But um, my, my whole thing is I want to know up front, because if you don't want kids, fine. Don't waste my time, because I know what I want. And I don't want you to change your decision based off of what I want. It should never happen like that. Everything should happen organically is how I look at it. Um, but you don't want to waste anybody's time. You know, let's just say you want kids and you didn't, you never asked the female that you're dating for two to three years. And she goes, oh, yeah, by the way, I can't have kids. I got my tubes tied or, you know, I had a medical condition. I had cancer and I had to have a full hysterectomy. You don't know what you didn't ask. You don't know. So you just wasted your time. Are you okay with that? Are you okay with adopting? Some people aren't. That's just my argument. If she ever came to me with some crazy shit like that, I'm going to be like, what? You made me use condoms for three fucking years? You know what I mean? Like, what? You bogus as hell. I'll break it up with you for lying. You're wrong. You know what I'm talking about? But I understand where you're coming from. If If you meet somebody, Yes, you probably should say six months down the road during this introduction phase, yeah, you know, I would like to have kids in the future. Okay, that is a very light conversation to have. But I don't think that men generally walk into ladies with the concept of children or child-rearing in mind. And I will go as far as to say that I don't think that women necessarily should walk into child rearing after 35, maybe, you know, 30, 35, somewhere around there, 25, 30, maybe. But if you're 21, you shouldn't be looking at no man to be a no fucking husband and father. You're 21. Ride some, bump a few coochies. Ride a dick or two. Get to know yourself. Get to know what you like before you decide you want to be a mother to anybody. You know what I mean? Like straight up. But this, but this is the thing. It goes back into the society. That point goes back into society standards. For y'all, y'all get told, so your oats. So your oats. 20s is where you find yourself. So your oats. Have fun. And our 20s, a lot. <laughs> man. But in our 20s, you know, not even in our 20s, period. Women have been pretty much in, instilled in our psyche and still embedded in our mental that whole fairy tale happily ever after shit. That we should, if we're supposed to be dating, we're supposed to be dating with a purpose. We're supposed to be dating for, you know, marriage and everything. And that gets to you, especially when you're going up in your 20s. But okay, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27, 28. You're like, okay, when, when is this gonna happen? When I'm gonna find Mr. Right? And after a while, when it, it feels like it's been too long, I, I believe that, just my opinion, a lot of us women end up settling for whoever wants the same thing. 
whether they are compatible with us, whether we are we we get along or not, whether anything, we just take what we can get because now we pass the prime age of or the prime age or weight or looks um that we can get something with substance. You feel me? That shit right you, there. Honestly, I feel like this. But this, honestly, I feel like for me having children now and not and being divorced, I I don't want to be with somebody that wants to have children. Either you have children or you don't and really don't want no more. Because this is just my opinion. You come to me talking about, I want to have more kids. I want to have children. And most of the time, these guys be rolling up with these big-ass astronomical numbers. You be like, who is pushing these mugs out? Like, who? Who? Who doing this? I want six kids. You already got two. Like, I got two. So you about to give, you got to, you want me to give you six and make my number eight, and I got to take care of all these motherfuckers that I'm Like, come on. It, it, it's not really feasible when you come into somebody that already have kids and really like, okay, you got to be one hell of a person to make me have another child with you. Cause I'm sorry, I done did that whole pregnancy labor shit. That is for the birds. I ain't doing that. No, at all. At all. But go ahead. I mean, I just feel like, um, number one, you kind of said it in your answer. If you 20 anything and you still believe in that Disney fairy tale bullshit about Mr. Right, Yo, that's where you fucked up right there, and that instantly tells me you ain't ready for a baby. No baby, period. Because you haven't matured yet. You haven't figured out that Mr. Right may be Mr. Right for you. Mr. We can work on it together. Mr. Right doesn't fucking exist. And that should have been shaken off way before you started entering a world where you want to procreate. That's why I say bump some dicks. Get to know what you like. Get to know what you don't like. Get to know yourself and get that shit out of your head and grow up before you start looking at someone as a lifelong partner or suitor. That's the whole point of that shit. You know what I mean? Because if you don't know what you're doing and you out here chasing a fantasy, one, you're gonna have slim you're gonna have this idea of slim pickings, which people have already, which ain't fucking true. Right? And then you're gonna have this feeling of settling. Because you comparing to some imaginary shit. That's made up up by Tyler Perry and and, and them motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? So I think a lot of ladies need to really take time on their inner hope, enjoy that shit, Ah. grow, grow up, and then decide, okay, I'm ready. I feel like I'm looking for the right, for the right person for me because I know what I'm into and know what I'm not. I got my job. I'm good. I'm solid. That brings me me to my my next question. Is 30 
the right age to settle down. Do y'all think the age of 30 or like late 20s and 30s are the right age group for anybody to settle down? Nope. So when when I was younger, when I was younger, I thought, you know, 25 was like a perfect number, right? But now that I'm like 32, I'm like, you know what? I think, you know, anytime in your 30s, you know, early, mid 30s is a good time because you know what by that time you should be established in you know a a solid job or a career that you've been working hard for um or you know you're you finally figured out what you like what you want um so with that being said i think you know 30s is a an ideal time to get married um you know, a word to the wise, the young ones, like, you, you don't have to get married at the age of 20. You know, take time to, like Devante said, take time to get to know you. Take time to get to know what you want. Go out there, experience the world, and, you know, see what you like and what you don't like. I mean, every dude is not the same. Thank you, Jesus, on that. But go figure out who you are, what you want. Um, and honestly, like, I'm thankful that I did get married at the age of 25. Um, because from like looking back now, 25 to now, back when I was 25, I was quiet. I was shy. I was really not who I am today. Now I am like, I'm very vocal. Uh, I say what I say. Um, I say what's on my mind. Some people like it. Some people don't like it. It is what it is. But again, I think 30s, maybe, you know, and I, I don't think 40 is bad either, but us women, like, I, I'm going to be honest, I'm such a daddy's girl. You know, my whole thing is, you know, I want my dad to be there for my wedding. You know, I want my dad to be able to walk me down the aisle before he passes away. You know, uh, that's just, that's me. And I think that's a lot of, a lot of young women's dreams as well, hopes and dreams as well. Dudes, on the other hand, you know, they, they can, you know, almost probably give two shit sometimes. So <laughs> I can't wait to hear what Devontae got on this one. I bet, look, I would love my mama to walk, be sitting here. You know what I mean? He, she liked the girl and all of that. You know what I mean? My old man be like, yeah, you got a good one, son. I would love to hear that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that's not something that I walk into people going with. Like if you met a, if you met a dude randomly down the street, right, and the first thing that come out of his mouth is I want kids and I want marriage, you will look at him like he's crazy. So by the same token, why are you looking and assessing dudes instantly thinking about shit that's not even even near pertinent at the moment? Like, think about this. Does this nigga make you laugh? Can this nigga read? Like, look, let's baby step that shit. You know what I mean? Before you go out here, and I think a lot of ladies are misguided when it comes to, to selecting these men because everything that glitter ain't gold. And you got a lot of niggas out here that got, got money, but it ain't legal money, and they got a gang of kids, and I'm not knocking the hustle, but you feel me? It's, it's a lot of ladies out here that put it in their mind that if this nigga got a nice ride and some new kicks, that he's, he's, the, he's the, the father type, and he ain't. So a lot of ladies put that dollar, that dollar above all else and put and connect it and say, well, he's a good provider. Look at him. He can do... And that nigga ain't thinking about that shit. 
But if you ain't take the time to know yourself and ain't take the time to listen, then you you know it's a recipe for a single parent. Like a lot of this shit ends up being motherfuckers that's not looking at themselves first and then listening to the other person. That's my opinion. I mean, I'm so happy you said that. Oh, I'm so happy you said that because that is the motherfucking truth. Oh my god! First of all, my opinion should. Late 20s, 30s, early 30s be the rightful age for anybody to get married. Hell no. And I'm going to tell you why. The reason being, it is not, I don't believe that it is a age thing. I think it's a mentality thing. It don't go down to what, how old you are that it is the right time for you to get married. Because for the simple fact, marriage is not based off your age. It's based off your ability to compromise, to come find a common ground with any issue that comes up between y'all and learn how to do it together, learn how to stay together. And then when you knock some kids up in it, learn how to not pull your hair out or literally kick each other to the curb trying to deal with kids. Especially when you got two people coming together with two different upbringings. You feel me? For example, I got a friend of mine that hurried up, got married. Met this chick. He was like, I'm 28. I might as well, might as well time, it's time for me to go ahead and settle down. And I looked at him because before all of this, he was a hoe. He okay, let's not say a hoe. He was he was doing a lot of outreach ministry, lots of it, whole lot of it. Like he was reaching ooh, out. Huh? <laughs> he was reaching out. He he had a long stretch of a reach. He he was good with it. And and I'm like, okay, you can't just click off your hallways and just, oh, I'm going to settle down with this one person. And I kept asking him, what is it about her that says, this is who I want to spend the rest of my life with? And he kept coming back to this main thing, this main thing. Well, you know, she's beautiful, and we cool, and we get along for now, and it's time for me to get married. It's time for me to settle down. I'm 28. Well, long story short, here come 10 years later, because this conversation happened 10 years ago, your ass is divorced because one, you wouldn't stop being a hoe. Then you found out she really not who you want, who you really wanted to spend your life with. And now y'all divorced, but got children between y'all, and you still gotta deal with the with the woman that you don't like no more. So is it an age thing? Hell no. It's a mentality thing. It's, it, uh, marriage, when it comes down to marriage, you got to ask yourself, am I willing to compromise? Am I willing to sacrifice? Am I willing to work things out no matter what? Is divorce an option? Can I put divorce off the table? No matter what. No matter what. And I don't think a lot of our generation don't get that we look at okay this is the time period 
this is the time for me to settle down and start having children, start, you know, getting married and everything. We'll wipe the bell. And then you end up being with somebody that said, oh, I want the same thing too. But you don't know, okay, yeah, y'all want the same thing, but are y'all willing to participate in the same thing? We don't, there's no communication <laughs> ever of what does marriage look like? I've been married, I've been divorced, I've been here. <laughs> because that my for me, I was feeling like, okay, I ain't got two kids by this brother. We might as well go ahead. Well, at the time, I only had one. I'm like, let's go ahead, get married, do this thing. Come a year later, I can't stand this. So, <laughs> like, can you, are you willing to compromise? I don't think a lot of us can deal with that, but yet running into a marriage because this is what society says we're supposed to be doing. We're supposed to be married. You're supposed to have children by this time. You're supposed to be settling down. No, some of us need some time. Some of us, some of us need a lot more time to grow up. And that's both men and women. Period. Period. That's both both men and women that we both got to grow up on some stuff. You got to say to yourself, are you, let's see what's the meter of your selfishness. Are you willing to share? Because it share everything with this person. Your last name, share income, share <laughs> bills, share children. Oh, let's break down to the children. Are you willing to share your food? all the damn time all the time no matter if they ate or not are you willing to share your food are you willing to give up sleep are you willing to figure out they schooling together what if your person this person be like oh well i want them to go to this school i want them to have this upbringing but you want them to have another upbringing can't y'all handle that i feel like there should be a conversation Period. I don't think there should be any pressure from my families whatsoever because none of their asses is going to be there trying to help you in your marriage and raise your nephew, your crazy ass kids at all. <laughs> at all. So I think you need to have a conversation with your mate, no matter the age, whatever age you are. I don't think, I think it's the conversation between you and your mate. I think marriage, I'm, I'm with Devontae on here. In the first six months, you should say, hey, I want to have kids or I want to get married just for getting to know each other. But after about three years, y'all should have what I call, you know, a board meeting, an up-to-date, an update on where y'all at. <laughs> If this the right person for you, and I get it, it'd be a waste of time if this ain't. But I'd rather waste my time and find out later on this dude ain't shit, and I don't need to be spending the rest of my life with them than to be stuck in a situation where I'm spending the rest of my life with you, and that's beyond. That's not even dealing with just marriage, because a, a lot of people, even though you want to say. You know, I don't want to have kids. Even if you don't want to have kids, it'll be one of them nights. Y'all get it in real good that produced a pregnancy, an unwanted pregnancy. 
And what if this person you with, like, yeah, ain't keep it. And you like, hell to no. <laughs> you feel me? Hell no, can't do this shit. Uh-uh, fuck that shit, we out. Now, here you are connected to that person for the rest of your life. I feel like this. You need to go on here, have the conversation, do an update meeting. <laughs> Is this the person you want to spend the rest of your life with? If so, cool. If not, fuck it. Yeah, you done wasted three, maybe four years. But rather, I'd rather you waste three years, three to four years to find out, hey, this ain't who I need to be with for the rest of my life. Then to be stuck in those situations for the rest of your life. Looking at them like, I hope you die first. You feel me? <laughs> Y'all feel me? Which brings me to the next point. Is marriage the ultimate goal? Should it be the ultimate goal in a relationship? Let's say you, Devontae. Okay, so should marriage be the ultimate goal? I don't agree with that. The reason why I don't agree with that is because, you know, the institution of marriage made sense in, in American culture for a long time. And not being funny as black people, that was that was uh, something that we were not privy to for a long, long time in American history, just the institution of marriage. But I think that that's something that in 2020, um, I think it's really fallen out of favor. I think that's the People that are a little older still believe in marriage, but I think a lot of young people really, they, they don't really care about the paperwork that comes with marriage. You know what I'm saying? Um, but as an ultimate goal, I think that companionship and having my best friend and developing my life with this person is my real goal. And marriage is simply a byproduct of what we've built together. Does that make sense? Like, if yeah. I got a best friend and we focused on each other and creating happiness for each other, then I feel like the marriage will be a natural step eventually. But I don't think that that's something that I will walk into a person and immediately start thinking about, is this marriage material? Because I don't know if this motherfucker's friend material. You brought up something about, you know, uh, the guy that was still in his whole phase. Where he fucked up is because mm -hmm. he wasn't honest about being in this whole thing. What he should have did was made that lady his friend with benefits, you know, actually develop a friendship with this woman, allow him to be, allow her to see him for who he actually is, and allow himself the time to do the same for her. You feel me? And then if it would have worked out as a marriage, because there's nothing wrong with being a hoe. You do you. You know, I don't believe in the word hope. I don't believe in the concept. But um, if he'd have been honest with himself, he could have avoided a whole bunch of a bunch of bullshit, you know, for him and her. So, nah, I don't think marriage should be necessarily the goal um, out here. What well, say you, neighbors? All right. So, if you would ask me at the age of you know twenty five. Yes, I would have said marriage would have been the ultimate goal. Looking at it now, um, you know, I'm I'm gonna like I'm fifty fifty with it. So I'm gonna be honest and say yes, I feel like it is. Um, 
But then at the same time, I'm just like, no, it's not. Because you, how, do you know how many people are out here? You know, here's a downfall of it. You know, I can, I can break down the legal aspect of why it's bad. Um, you know, because you have the people out here who have been in, who have been dating for 7, 10, 15, 25 years, living together, and they have a kid or not together, um, but they're not married. Um, but if something happens to that person, to their, you know, if something happens to one of them in that relationship, you know, if one of them passes away, you know, if you don't have that life insurance policy or if you don't have that, then, you know, you're not really the next of kin. So, like, that's, like, the legal aspect of it, right? Um, not saying that that's something I look for, you know, immediately. That's just me. I'm a thinker. I think I've said this numerous times on other podcasts. I think and overthink a lot of shit. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm 50-50 on it. At the end of the day, I, I'm an independent woman. Um, would I like to have a significant other? Would I like to be in a happy relationship? Absolutely. Would I like to be in um, a committed relationship? Absolutely. Um, because you kind of want that, like for me, I always like that person that I could joke around with. And, you know, especially if I'm having a bad day, I'm like, you, you have to make me laugh. You know, I need something. Um yeah, you know, you just want that companionship at the end of the day, too. That's, that's always been nice to have as well. So I'm 50-50 on it now. Um, I, would I turn down a marriage proposal? No. Um, only, you know, only if the ring is not a certain size. No, I'm just kidding. Not really. Ha! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, that ring has to be able to be two bunnies. It's got to be at least two carrots. No, I'm just kidding. But I do got big hands, so, you know, it's got to be a little big, you know. You can't put no, like, small little rock on on these big linebacker hands, okay? Um, but, you know, like I said, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm 50-50 about the whole marriage thing. So, yeah. Damn, damn. Ashley said she'll turn down a marriage proposal if the <laughs> ring ain't big enough. Damn. Uh, look, like, girl, you see my hands. You see my hands. Girl, girl, you see my hands. Come on, y'all see my hands. My hand, I got long fingers, okay? I take after my daddy. My daddy is 6'4". My daddy's got, like, the big feet. Y'all know I got big feet and I got the big hands. So, you know, you can't put no little stubby little, you know, no little ring-a-dink. Like, come on. You know, especially if you want to show me off or, you know, show it up a bit like, hey, bam. You know, that's what me. But <laughs> this I is why I'm that's, that's how you're going to explain it to that dude. You're going to be like, look, I got my daddy's hand, so uh, I'm going to need you to spend about eight Gs at least. That's how you nah, going to look, see, look, look, it don't even have to be eight Gs. It's just, you know, two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> damn, damn. But I mean, shit. I I, I don't blame you. I'm, I'm sorry, Devante. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna kind of have to side on her with this one. Um, if you go show off this ring, talk about I'm getting married, and then and anybody that grabbed my hand got to get a magnifying glass for it. This shit ain't big enough. I'm gonna need you to step it up. I'm sorry. Um, Thank yeah. you. 
For me, it's a and bad the thing with that. I with nails. What you mean? <laughs> I listen, listen, listen. So if the marriage don't work, right? This nigga got you a big dumbass football diamond, like, like we're talking about a championship style ring. I'm off with the biggest hell. But the marriage fails. You keeping the ring, or you getting it back to the state? Fuck that. I'm keeping the ring. Hey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I- I mean, you know, well, you know, it, it kind of like all, all depends. I guess it kind of depends, you know, especially if, if the matter of fact is, like, let's just say you guys both financed it together, you know, that could be a possibility. Then, you know, it's kind of 50-50, you know, then you guys got to sit there and talk about it. But if it was dudes, I mean, hey, look, you gifted it to me. You're going to be an Indian giver? Yeah, you you paid a couple of stacks on it, but, hmm, you know, I feel like you just. I, I feel like you just lie to your comment. I feel like you just lie to your comment. Like I never ever heard of a woman that helped pay for her own wedding ring. Uh, that has never happened. I've never. Are seen you that serious? Oh no, man! Yeah, I've heard about it. Dresses. I've heard about that. No, but you know what? Those that those are the women. Those are the women who wear the pants in the relationship too. Those are the women that say, "Look, I want to get married. You better rush this. If you're not gonna rush this, like, look, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna show you. This is the ring I want. I will finance it. You better get it this day." And that is the woman. I am not that person, but the, there are women out there who are the controlling ones. Again, not me, but well, they're out there. You got that this thing. You got to come out with five bags for you. What you talking about? You already said it needs to be at least four kids, at least. I said two carrots. I have to be able to feed two bunnies. Baby boy, I need you to listen to me. <laughs> two carrots. In private, huh? you probably tell that dude, I need at least four carrots. Princess cut. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I'm the one nah. with the four carrots. I'm the one with the four carrots, haircut, princess cut, and yeah, I'm the one. Yeah, yeah. If you go, that's the bougie one over there. <laughs> go get me a ring. I need to. I need people to see this ring from when I walk in the door. You turn on Thank the Thank you from you a mile away. My damn ring. I'm so serious. <laughs> I'm so serious. Yes. Yes, I do not want a solitaire ring. I do not want a solitaire ring. So for all the men listening to this, I do not. There's women who like solitaire rings, but I'm, I'm unique, and I need you to think outside the box. You know, I am unique. Just saying. Don't give me no solitaire basic shit. You know what? You're right, ladies. And there's nothing wrong with y'all having status. Okay? My mama said that I should have status, too. So. From this moment on, I need a woman that looks like Cardi B. She needs to have a little limp in her like Megan Thee Stallion. Okay? There's nothing wrong with standards, ladies. So I'm about to need that wild. You need that wild, baby. You need that wild. He wants that wild. Devontae want to build a woman. I swear. He want a bionic woman for real. <laughs> Y'all want to buy out this woman for real. What, what's he wants all that plastic. Ain't that, ain't that right? I mean, if you want her manufactured, yes, that's right, cool. Go ahead, because just know that you're going to be paying 
a lot to maintain all of that that's in her ass and titties. <laughs> I'm just saying that if y'all gonna have the standard of saying that we need to see the ring before you get in the damn room, that I feel that um, you know my standard is Cardi B. But so we gonna all live but, our best you know, life up in this chat room. God damn it! Devonta, I, think we, I think we need to put him right. on the corner. Well, we we gonna put him in the corner. We'll put him, we'll put him baby in the corner. I mean, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, I honestly don't think that marriage should be the ultimate goal because, on a legal standpoint, okay, cool. But then at the same time. Yeah, if that person leaves this earth, I'm going to have insurance. That money don't mean nothing if I'm, like, truly in love with you, been in love with you all this time, and you ain't here. Look, look, I'm just saying, like, you not, that does not bring comfort. So should, should marriage be an ultimate goal? I, for me, I don't think so. Because, I mean, you can vibe with somebody if they the right person. If you can vibe with them for a long time, shit, continue to vibe and keep it moving. That, that different. That's how I feel. Yeah. But let's get into what you was about to say. Ashley, you was about to say something? No, sir. Our line is muted. Um. I just feel like okay, let's go into this. Um, a traditional we gonna hit this point and then we're gonna end it out. Traditional relationship versus unconventional relationships. The reason why I bring this up because we got a lot of people that is looking at relationships, what should be the perfect relationship, what is a traditional relationship and everything. And, you know, everybody got they, they feelings about, you know, the LGBTQ community. But they ain't the only so-called, quote-unquote, unconventional relationship. You have people um, that are dealing with polygamy and polyandry and everything. You know, it's a group of them. And I want to touch on it right now. We're going to continue it on next week. But I want to touch on it right now because what what we're going to say, what you call, what can you say about those polyamorous relationships? I feel like this. That it will, I feel like that's kind of a good solution. It'll, it'll cut out a whole lot of cheating if you're ready for it. What's that, y'all? Live your First best of all, life. I'm just going to say. Hold on, ask me what you said. To, to, to each their own, but I do not like sharing. I know sharing is caring, but mm-mm, no, boo-boo. Uh-uh. You with me, you stay with me. You step off that line, we going to have problems. <laughs> I'm I mean, not about it. I don't, I don't like it. But, like, you know the other person is there. Like, y'all agree, this person can be there. (laughs) 
it's a team it's a team thing this you the center he the forward this the fucking captain what what you think <laughs> think about that if everybody know who they are this ain't no side chick situation let me tell you something man the rent being divvied up in the thirds look a lot better than divvied up by half, God damn it! And you and, and ain't you saying what well, talking about you want at least two kids? God damn it! We got a built-in babysitter right here. Look, we can rotate this shit around. Okay, we got you only got to cook but what twice a week. You got two other motherfuckers to cook. You gotta be famous, boy. We can have a whole community in this bitch. I, if they let black people be Mormons, I would be one of the motherfuckers. I have about eight wives. All the bitches named Becky. Every one of them. All eight. And we will have 50 kids. Hmm. And I'm raising all the kids the same way, goddammit. We're going to have a community household, goddammit. We all of this bitch together. Look, I, I'm done. I, I'm done with you, dude. I'm done with you. But with what, with, with, with what you guys are saying, it reminds me of that song by SZA called The Weeknd. Like, you can be the nine to five, but I'm the weekend, you know? And it's just like, but still, like, I just, I don't know if I could even open up, like, open that up and have a, have a third person or even, like, a fourth person, you know? He has his other and I have my other, but no, I just, I don't. Yeah, I don't know if I get down with it because, you know, the emotional aspect behind it, too, is, you know, how how do you handle all of that? You know, what if you get closer with the other partner instead of your, your first partner? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah, I don't know. This could be a good, a good conversation for next week. So y'all motherfuckers better tune in, call in, and be a part of this conversation. That's all I got to say. Definitely right, uh, tune in because so we- it sounds like maybe... It's not like Mavis that need a pimp in her life. She need a real play in her life to open her mind up to the possibilities of love with Ray Ray and Antoine at the same damn time. <laughs> Free your mind. Free your mind and your ass will follow. Alright, we're gonna finish this. <laughs> We're going to finish this off on next week. So y'all tune in next week on the Mad Hatters every Saturday night, 8 o'clock p.m. to about like 9, maybe 9.15. I need y'all to call in on this next subject. We're going to be dealing with polyamorous relationships. And if you in one, I really need y'all to call in so y'all can tell us how this works because I'm considerate. I'm just saying. I'm asking, I mean, I'm asking for a friend. I'm just saying. Amen. So with that being said, I'm your host, Queen Alexis, along with our host, Devontae, and our host, Mavis, Mavis, Avis, Davis. Man, we're going to be looking forward to y'all uh, every Saturday at 8 p.m. The number is 717-734-6904. The show ID, 991-5968. Pound, call in, join the conversation. It's gonna be all next week. So, with that being said, y'all can find us on Facebook, Devontae Davis, um, Ashley Davis, Mavis Avis Davis, um, myself, Alexis Sherelle Owens, the Mad Hatter page. You can type in on Facebook, um, Mad Hatter, 
at the Mad Hatter podcast. We're going to pop up. And y'all tell us how y'all feel about this next subject. Can y'all do a polyamorous relationship? Can y'all deal with more than one in one household? Yeah, let's see how this goes. So with that being said, we are out. See y'all next week. All right? All right. This episode is sponsored by Schwann's.com. What are you having for dinner tonight? Hmm, good question. Schwann's Home Delivery has a solution for you. Stock up your freezer with high-quality frozen foods like premium meats and sides, delicious ready-made meals, ice cream, and more. No subscriptions, no memberships, just a friendly yellow truck that's been delivering food for almost 70 years. Listeners of this show get a special deal. Get 20% off your first order with code YUM20. Check out schwans.com backslash yum for details.